1: Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right
0: now-ish. I, I love the wings, but that beefsteak is catching my eye. I don't know. I don't know. swore to myself I was going to have a
1: salad for lunch. You're listening to Right Now-ish, the podcast all about Bay Area arts and culture, with me, your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. First things first, I didn't end up getting the salad. I got the G-Fire wings. They're, they're so good. They're my favorite thing from Lucky 37 it's this Filipino soul food spot on Fruitvale in East Oakland near Brookdale. I was there to meet up with Alan Chisaro. He's this poet and educator from the East Bay who loves Lucky 3-7 as well. So we decided to meet there, break bread, and talk about poetry.
2: Hey, Penn, it's your producer, Ashley Ann. Did he pick that spot?
1: I don't even know. We were going back and forth about spots. Oh, that's cute. And it's cute. It was kind of cute. <laughs> so, no, you pick. No, you pick. All right, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? And then we decided Lucky 3-7.
0: And I feel like they make their food with love and they they embrace the bay, and it's like you can
1: like taste it.
0: Taste the bay.
1: I don't know if I want to taste the bay. <laughs> I don't know. I was at Alameda Beach the other day, put my feet in, dog. Like, that's as deep as I'm going. Alan, he's this dude who's, on top of being a potent educator, he's a Mexican American man who talks about masculinity with fluidity. The De La Jolla one stood out to me because. I grew up in a black community where yeah. the big fights were Tyson fights. Mm-hmm. And so I remember this fight, but yeah. it wasn't as yeah. big of a magnitude, you know? It was, it was vivid, man. For yeah. me, it was like, that's, yeah.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, from the site
2: where legends are made...
0: So this poem is called Julio Cesar Chavez versus Oscar De La Hoya in 1996. Uh, let's get ready that night, our apartment was an armpit. Testosterone and sweat washed as if Papi and his friends were the ones entering the ring. The men laughed, easily entertained, until Chavez appeared on screen.
2: Con Culiacán, Mexico, Julio César Chavez!
0: The Mexican warrior, they called him. Papi reminded me how he had battled 100 fighters, more than Ali or Tyson or Dempsey. Then, De La Hoya entered. Everyone booed. Telling him to go back to his locker like the traitor he was. The Mexicans thought he was gringo and the gringos thought he was Mexican. I should have smiled with missing front teeth for the golden boy in his mixed up outfit a combo of US and Mexican flags, but I didn't. I'm glad you chose that one, dude. That's actually one of my earliest poems in this. I think it might be the oldest poem in this packet. Yeah. So I grew up with just my dad and my older brother and my mom never lived with us. My sister never lived with us. So it was very like male centric, kind of like stereotypical. A lot of male friends always around. And my dad was a Mexican immigrant. So I definitely was like around a lot of homies growing up and and close friends that were male. But a lot of my friends by nature, us, me and my brother being first generation American, a lot of our friends were in the same boat basically. Yeah. It's very, can be very close-minded. You know, like no smile, just kind of standing there like a statue. I could just feel like people were putting on an image rather than being themselves. I started doing graffiti and freestyling. I think those were like quote unquote acceptable ways of me to express myself as a young man of color growing up in the Bay. And eventually towards community college I started getting into poetry. I started becoming more comfortable with like my sense of being a poet rather than like a graffiti artist or like this kid that could rap or something. Right. Yeah."
2: Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today.
1: You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. So recently, Alan gave me a copy of his first book. It's called This Is Not a Frank Ocean cover album the book covers pop culture and hip-hop as well as life in the east bay on top of that he dives into the intimate spaces of his life like his household and growing up this is not a frank ocean cover album why is that the title
0: (laughs) because i grew up in the u.s hip-hop is a huge part of my identity like i my first album i ever owned was i'm pretty sure it was fourth grade and it was tupac um what was the oh, it was the one with Casey and Jojo Damn I can't remember the toss name. it up toss it up yeah man <laughs>
1: Drop the top, I pull over, getting busy in the parking
0: lot. I think it was that, that one, poor yeah. You yeah.
1: listening to talk yeah, yeah, dude. And that's what happens when
0: you have a single-parent immigrant who's like working and never at home, you know?
1: <laughs>
0: I feel like I've been shaped by a lot of hip-hop and artists in particular. And we all have, you know what I mean? Like, we're all, as Americans, just constantly sort of finding how we fit in with, like, aligning ourselves to the stars that we admire. Dang. You know what I mean? and I, So I kind of was like listening to Frank Ocean a lot during that specific time period of writing. And I was just like, damn, this guy's cool. Like he's not afraid to be himself and, and to be vulnerable and to, to like embrace his community. And he's also just hella talented. And there so many things going into it that I was like, I want to allude to that to that somehow but also not be like i am frank ocean because that would just be creepy <laughs> that I mean? would be really weird <laughs> it's like this is a kind of a cover album but it's kind of not like gotcha yeah well all
1: right so i gotta admit to you sometimes when i read written poetry i'm like i don't know what the hell is yeah, going yeah, on yeah. here bro you're not alone so <laughs> i i want to take this opportunity yeah, for please. you to decode some yeah, things yeah, for yeah, me yeah, 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 yeah. in the poem bricks one of the lines that stood out to me was um i'm more caterpillar than panther yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what does that mean the poem ends by saying that
0: basically like I feel more caterpillar than Panther. Because people might see any of us on the street, you or me, and be like, oh like that's a man of color and they assume all these things, but I feel like deep inside I'm this like pretty gentle, calm dude that appreciates transformation and growth, hence me being a public high school teacher, you know what I mean? I'm not afraid to be like, nah, I'm that caterpillar dude, it's all good. I'm just gonna spread my wings, <laughs> that's fine. Also, shout out to uh, Kendrick LeVar. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: You've traveled a lot. Boston, uh, New, New Orleans, Orleans yeah. Mexico. Yeah. You've seen masculinity in different forms. For sure. How is it different in the Bay Area? How do we navigate it in the Bay Area a little differently? I would say in the Bay, where it's a little more
0: acceptable to be weird and creative. And I'll take the famous Mac Dre, of course, since most people hopefully know who he is. <laughs> Fierce dance. Fierce dance. He was like a street dude, but he was also weird, and he was like kind of goofy, and he was like strange. You know what I mean? Uh, I would say there's a lot of barrier rappers that are kind of like that. You know, they come up with these like alter egos, and they're like not afraid to be like goofy, freaking putting on wigs like barrier rappers. <laughs> <laughs> <Shot> G uh, <laughs> with the nose, humpy hump. Right? Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah. Like it's, it kind of teaches you to be grounded in where you're from, but also. Don't be afraid to show love and to be yourself and to express yourself in a way that's
1: like you. I hadn't thought about that. It's kind of liberating, you know. Like there, there's a free spirit mentality all throughout the Bay Area. You see it, people dyeing their hair, (laughs) or you see it, people walking around naked in San Francisco. But Tupac had a nose ring, you know, and like
0: we're like privileged enough out here to get exposed to those different communities and different
1: lifestyles. Sure, like. Mexican-American dude eating Filipino food with my black ass. Like, but that, that brings it into this, oh, oh, yeah. this world of diversity in the Bay Area, right? It, and it's expressed through food. That's pretty That's pretty tight. Yeah. Um, let's sit down and eat. Let's break bread. Break wings. Break wings. As I speak, Alan's first chat book, This Is Not A Frank Ocean cover album, is available online anywhere in the world you might be, even if you're in Central or South America like Alan, who, since we've talked, has relocated. He and his partner are now living in Mexico. And, of course, Alan, the avid writer, is writing a monthly column called Pocho Boy Meets World, which is all about the poets that he meets while traveling throughout Latin America. Good luck, and thank you. Thank you for your time, Alan. And thank you to my producer, Ashley-Ann Krigbaum. Big thank you to Jessica Plachik, editor-in-charge. And thank you to the team over at KQED. That's Julie Kane, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. I am your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. Thank you all.
2: Hey, Penn. Thanks for thanking me. It's your producer, Ashley-Ann. Since it is Thanksgiving, I was thinking it'd be nice to maybe share something really sweet that I received from a family member of yours. I believe your aunt sent a voicemail. I'm Bunny. Hi, it's your aunt.
1: The part of the Bay Area I'm from is the part that's gone, but I
0: love hearing about what is going on there now. I just thought I'd call you and tell you I am so proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. Love you. Bye-bye.
1: That's i Bunny, man. That's my aunt. She, like, basically raised me. She's one of the three names I have tattooed on my back. She also makes a mean blueberry cobbler. Thanks, somebody
2: Like your aunt, anyone out there can call and leave us a message on our voicemail hotline for right now-ish and tell us what's going on.
1: It's 415-553-2803.
2: And since this is the first time we're asking people to call in, should we give them like a question to answer, something to think on, something to chew on, something to tell us about?
1: I'm all for a prompt. Um, why don't we do something that coincides with KQD Arts' coverage of things that transpired over the past decade?
2: Well, that sounds well-prepared right
1: like i read it but i didn't it's crazy Whoa. so yeah what i want to do is ask folks to call in one more time 415-553-2803 and tell us something that you learned in the past 10 years just one thing one significant thing one funny thing i like funny things i like funny things too yeah
2: and uh you might just make it on an upcoming episode of right now ish if you wanna just call us
1: appreciate it y'all have a good one
2: happy thanksgiving gobble 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 peace